welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we are doing episode one, two, three, one, two, three. Testing. Of the Deuce Podcast. We decided that we were going to do City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. Although, when we were watching the credits, it didn't say City Slickers 2. Did you notice that? It just said City Slickers, Legends of Curly's Gold. Really? Yeah, it didn't have a 2 up there. I didn't pay attention to that. Uh, we, you weren't paying attention to a lot about this movie, and Can I you wasn't blame me? <laughs> No, no. Uh, this is the follow-up to the 1991 hit City Slickers, starring um, Billy Crystal, Jack Pilance, Daniel Stern. Bruno Kirby was in that movie, does not reappear in this movie um, because he got the right idea. And he was, <laughs> and he was allergic to horses. This yeah, is what that, I was, read. that was the main problem. Was he but, was like, but then why did the first movie then? I probably didn't realize how much. Well, maybe he didn't realize he had the allergy at that point either. Or maybe you know, I mean, how often do you get around horses to know you're allergic to horses? Um, good question. Yeah, just just when you're around horses, I guess. Yeah. yeah so. I I would imagine that he probably didn't know until he was around them, and mm. I'm not sure if you've ever like. Just being near a horse itself isn't so bad, but like then if they start sweating no, and mean, they start whatever, it. like he probably. Yeah. When I was a camp counselor, we had uh, asthma like week, and so let's put the kids on horses because that's not going to trigger any asthma. No, not at all. And one of the kids was on a horse, and the horse sneezed, and he goes, "Oh wow, they they probably have asthmatic horses for asthma camp." And I was like, "Oh, oh sweetheart, kid. Now we, oh, no, we, that's not didn't. how that works." Speaking of not working very well, City Slickers 2, Legends of Curling's Gold, like I said, was the 1994 follow-up. Um, it does star the original cast except Bruno Kirby. Um, the director this time is Paul Wayland? Wayland? Wyland. Wyland. What did uh, he direct? Uh, what was his uh, debut directing movie, Jeremy? Uh, we looked and I forget now. How do you forget this? It was the Bill Cosby classic, Leonard Part 6, was his his debut. Um, So that's a way to go. Yeah. To start off with that crappy movie. Yeah. Not not five, not one through five, but Part 6. Still waiting for those. He peaked with... uh, He peaked. He peaked with uh, Maid of Honor. So yeah, he did do Maid of Honor. That tells uh, you anything. He was also... He also directed a lot of the Mr. Bean, him and uh, Rowan Atkins go back. So he directed most of the Mr. Bean uh, episodes and uh, Black Adler. But, um, but uh, you know, he also directed this movie. Um, and the same writing team as City Slickers 1 is back for City Slickers 2. So that's the information I have. Do you have any other information that might be useful for this movie? Um, well, I also have some other information if you want. Sure. Yeah. I found out that this movie, when it debuted, hit number three, the box office. It was beaten out by um, the Flintstones movie and number one on the box office that that year. It was released the same weekend as Speed, so it didn't have a chance in hell. Yeah. Because boy, we were sure dumb. Boy, we were sure dumb. <laughs> Top movies were Sea Slickers to the Flintstones movie and Speed. Oh, yeah. 1994, what a oh, feeble mind you were. Well, and the whole thing came about with um, mainly because Billy Crystal needed uh, he needed something sure, like he needed a sure bet um, because he kind of had a bomb on his hands with Mr. Saturday Night. Yeah, that's true. 
Like that was the film that I mean it was a passion project for him. It really he was. He puts together Mr. Saturday Night. He wrote it, directed it, or whatever, and put his own money into it. Um, but it was a pretty big tank for him, and so better movie than this one. This yeah, one, in my opinion. Well, yeah, uh, agreed. But yeah. you know, like we, the number one was Speed. Number two was Flintstones. Right. So, um, Mr. Saturday Night did not do well for him, and he was like, "Shit, I need something to." You know, I don't want to like, I need to recoup some losses. And sure. so he went for something that was, they thought would be a sure bet. And because City Slickers 1 was such a big hit, he wanted to, you know, get in on that action. There you go. Which makes sense. Sure. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do we have the plot synopsis for this movie, Jeremy? Uh, yes, we do. And I have it right here. Mm-hmm. One year after their first Western adventure, Mitch Robbins, now 40, and his friends discover a treasure map that belonged to their late trail guide, Curly, and they set out to discover its secrets. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you done? I'm done. Wow. I didn't know this was one year after. I guess guess so it is, because he, like, Daniel Stern's character does say that. Yeah, they they mentioned it a couple times. They mentioned it a couple times. Yeah, that's odd that it's a year later yeah. and not like chronologically through like three or, you know, two or three years. Yeah. From well, you get to think more. like the other one came out in 91. Yeah. And they probably started this one in 92. Mm-hmm. They probably started filming and putting everything together in 92. Yeah. And even though it didn't get released until, what, 94? Yeah. <laughs> like you, they probably had it like they started writing it at that time. That's why it probably did. I also year. read that uh, Billy Crystal's uh, horse came back. Yeah, it's the same, same horse. horse from uh, the first movie. So Bruno Kirby got out of that, but you know, and the horse could not escape. No. <laughs> uh, filling in for Bruno Kirby is the fill-in actor of the 90s, John Lovitz, who would fill in for someone after they would leave or die from a project. Yes. Hence uh, the last season of uh, News Radio and Phil Hartman. Correct. But um, this uh, is uh, when Bruno Kirby left. They got John Lovitz. He plays Billy Crystal's brother, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his older, yeah. his baby brother, Glenn. His baby brother. And here, the whole shtick with him is that he um, uh, recites Godfather Part Two. Yeah, he's... Which Bruno Kirby wasn't... Godfather Part Two, yeah, which that's yes. kind of like the inside joke, I guess. Right. Well, he he's very um, he's kind of a schlub. He is uh, he's not good at anything. He can't keep a job down. He's just a mooch. Mm. But but he's very like smart. Like he remembers everything. Mm. He has a photographic memory. He uh, you know, can recite all these movie lines. He knows the number of letters in a phrase or, you know, word or... He's not really smarmy. He's just kind of like a slacker. Yeah, he is. You would say, He's right? a slacker, yeah. There's nothing really that we, we get upset with him about. Mm-mm, he's not like stealing from the... No, he's, he's not annoying. like, not like we're going to push him off a clip or something. Oh, yeah. Which we'll talk about <laughs> later on, what yes. we found out about that one. Which we still don't know is true, but where should yeah, we start? I'm guessing it's not. Like, the only reference I could find to it on Twitter right. was, I'll, we'll come back to it. So we're going to start at the beginning of the movie. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is not in this version of the movie. Yeah, um, they make reference to they him. They say to him. something about your brother. Your brother, Jake Gyllenhaal, who went on to probably do other things around that time. What was he doing? No, like, when did he, Jake Gyllenhaal, become big? 
When was Donnie Darko? That was like '98. So yeah, that was he had a little while, little ways to go. Yeah, well, but, maybe he just was doing something else. Or but and maybe it wasn't worth bringing him back. For, maybe his mom Maggie wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> no, in so in '93 he was doing. A dangerous Woman, Josh and Sam. Wait, did, when was October October Sky? When was that? Was that ninety? Oh, October Sky. That wasn't until ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay, that was like the big time. That we, yeah, that, that was right moved. before Donnie Darko. Yeah, and he played Homegrown before that. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, it's um, uh, his fortieth birthday, which um, is the, probably the funniest joke in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Is that we're supposed to believe that Billy Crystal's forty in this movie? I'm well, forty right now, and yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, and it it it's weird because they keep talking about being forty, and uh, he neither well he isn't forty. He's well, he was like forty eight when the movie, forty eight right. or forty nine when they filmed right. this, but like he very clearly does not even look close to forty nine. And this is not one of those like you know sometimes people will say an age and you're like. Where are they? You know, like, well, you know, yeah. college age people play teenagers and whatever, right. whatever. But this was this is more of like a Laura Palmer playing a teenager <laughs> in, in Twin Peaks, where you're like, "Girl, you're thirty. Like, give it up." Yeah. Also, like Billy Crystal always looks like he's thirty or forty. Like he, really, he always looks like he's ten years older than what he really is playing. Like I never really got his age yeah. ever. So I thought that, when he was in Soap, I thought he was seventy, but that's just. <laughs> <laughs> um, what made the first movie great was the whole fact that he was going through this like kind of midnight midlife crisis, right? Like where he was trying to, you know, I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. There's hair growing in places that I didn't know, if I remember correctly. It's yes. been a while since I've seen City Slickers. Yes. Um, and so he had something to learn, right? This he doesn't really have much to learn in this movie. There's not really many stakes that this movie has. No. Right. There's a lot of filler. I was telling you when we were watching this, there's filler in this movie where it's just like, what was the point of that? I, you know I, mean? I agree. And it's like, um, it it's is not, like, nothing to get excited about either. No, it's like they, they like, okay, before they, there was so much about like growing up, growing older. Cause like Bruno Kirby's character was like kind of a, right. Hadn't settled down. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Daniel Stern was, hanging on to a relationship that was broken, you know, and yeah. like ruining his life for these things. Uh, and now he's, but he's still hanging on to that. Yeah. And he's like trying to cope with the fact that he's single. But we don't but resolve we, any we of that. We don't resolve that at all. Yeah. There's no, like, it just becomes a joke that his wife is terrible um, or his ex-wife is terrible, but we don't talk about, you know, you have, to, they mention it. They're like, don't go back. <sighs> yeah. And they say a couple times, like, it's like put one person says, like, putting your balls in a bear trap or, like, no. you know, a couple of things like that. Uh-huh. But they don't resolve and be like, you're worth this. They don't really go through that. Yeah. Um, even with, like, they kind of do a little bit with, like, John Lovitz and... Sort of. But the but the family thing is just a forced... Yeah. It feels, it feels forced. Here's the thing, the reason why it doesn't really... Cause no one's growing from this. Yeah. Even like their epiphany at the end of the movie is, I don't feel as bad as I thought I would. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that it was a that's what you learned. The, I'm blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. But, um, 
there's a lot that kind of and I hate to I hate to be the the Debbie Downer about this, but I didn't really prefer this movie too much. There's a lot not going for it. The fact that it's a retrend of the first movie. I mean, the first movie was a cattle thing. This is more of a um, treasure hunt. That's the only difference. Look, the art direction really isn't that great. The scenic area, it looks like they are outside of Las Vegas. Like, there's nothing really to grab my attention. Yeah. I think I was snoring and you looked over to me. I did. I looked over. I did. I heard you snoring and I looked over and your eyes were open and I was like, my eyes, were I'm, you asleep or I'm not? I think my, you must have caught My brother-in-law where my eyes are open, but I'm like snoring. <laughs> I was so odd. Um, I could not get into this movie. And perhaps when I was younger, I did. Um, and it's not like it, it's not like the comedy itself that they were they write and the comedy that comes out of Billy Crystal is not that it's juvenile, right? It's just that it falls flat, like it doesn't hold up. Like there's nothing that punches it to it. There's yeah. nothing quotable about it. There's nothing that you grab onto this movie except that it's all a MacGuffin. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah. And it is. There's it's, no point. It's 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 seriously a Monsters University all over again. Yeah. Well, this movie is just a, which Billy Crystal is in. Yeah. So, now this movie is it's very. It's just so cash grabby. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's weird because. The first movie, I think they, it was like it's clearly just. To get the adventure there, but like in the first movie. There was this like sense of, like you could sense the stakes with it, right? And right, exactly. Like That's what I moment. mean. Yeah, and like the one here, like honestly, the only person who I really have a growth moment from is kind of uh, John Lovitz. Yes, that's the only one. No one else really. And and when you think that they do, they just go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? They we go just back drop to the it. And yeah. We're like, we said it. That's enough. Yes. I mean, and the one thing that makes Jack Palance great in the first movie is that he does kind of, he's the, that grumpy guy that kind of also learns something from yeah. Mitch, right? Here, it's just, I just want the gold. I just want the gold. Yes. You know what I mean? There's nothing, there's nothing human about Duke. As opposed to Curly, I was going to call him Swarly because I couldn't I couldn't remember his I, name for some reason. For some reason, I kept Curly and Swarly. I kept to call him Carly. Carly, Carly Simon yes. shows up as as like a female, like Curly. <laughs> um, but like, what about that? What about like not having Jack Palance because Jack Palance did win the Academy Award in the first movie. Yeah. So like, they wanted to keep him in the first movie. Why not have him have a sister instead? Would that have changed the dynamic a little um, bit? I think it was... Well, and I... I Like, I'm just thinking about this right now. I think it's important to... Especially with what they were trying to set up. Because I feel like they... They hung all of it on the brother thing. Between Billy Crystal and John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. Like, brothers... You know, and like this brotherly love thing. But... It got the message gets lost in everything else, right? Oh yeah, very much so. Like it should have been. If that was your focus, it should have been more pronounced. But you get that sense of like brotherly love between Duke and Curly. You know the kind of animosity plus the love. You know it's just like the 
It's a story about brothers, but I don't think they flesh that out very well. But I think that's what they were getting at. Yeah. Because, you know, like they should have talked more about Duke and Curly or like their past or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I liked some stuff about. I could even I have a flashback of them as younger if I wanted to. You know I like I mean? that Duke was more uh, was more of an f up. Yeah, but which echoed kind of the like John Lovett's character. But he was True. he was okay in his own way. But like he screwed up a lot yeah. of stuff, and uh, you know I think that. Um, there's a lot to be learned from that, but we just don't get the lesson sure. piece of it. Um, <laughs> and I honestly, I was like, I would have loved to have seen this go to, cause you know, uh, Duke, his whole gimmick is he left. He didn't want to follow and be like the cowboy or whatever. So he joined the Navy when he was young mm-hmm. and sailed the world and was always at sea. So he loves the sea. I was almost like, why didn't we move that to the sea right, or something? Why didn't this finish off on the water? And we could have had like badass pirate Duke. Yes. And what better way? Pirates, treasure, boom. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Somehow it gets wrapped up into that. Yeah. You know? Okay. So he does find a map inside Curly's old hat that he does take, right? Yes, he does. So uh, that's how they find out that there's, there's a hidden treasure. And so they go snooping. I want to talk about a couple scenes when they are looking for the treasure that uh, uh, just to get your reactions for it. For instance, Daniel Stern's character thinks he got bit on the butt when he goes to the bathroom by a rattlesnake. I thought that I thought that was in the first movie when we saw this. I was like, was that in this one? Right. I was genuinely confused by that. Suck my ass. Suck the poison out of my ass, please. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I got to hear suck my ass. Yeah. From this. And I did not enjoy that. Usually I do enjoy when someone says <laughs> that for, for weird reasons. But for, for this, I just thought the scene went way too far. Yeah. It, it felt like we were filling in time. Yes. It was like a sitcom filling in time. Um, so I could I could enjoy a scene like that if because um, it also wasn't like it wasn't like it could have gone super homophobic on that one too. Right, I agree, kind of borderline, but it was ahead. borderline. But I also don't think it really went there. No, it could have. Um, but there are moments think in this, this movie that could have. Oh yeah, I think this scene could have been better had the rest of the movie been substantive. Like Correct. if it had some substance to it, I think that this would have been a fun like interlude, just a goofy moment to offset seriousness from other parts of yeah, it. Yeah, and if it wasn't this long yes. of, of a of Yeah, a scene. but it went it went long. Although like I do have to say like Daniel Stern was the worst part of that. Um sometimes I enjoy Daniel Stern's over the top and this was like Oh my God! Please stop. Right. I think um, what plays well with him is is when it is a cartoon itself, like with Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. That that, that works well. Um, and then when he does play someone who is who is this sappy, he can't do that because yeah. in Diner he does play this where he's like love sick and love strong out. Um, and so he can oh, play that. Right. No, I, th- I think the same thing with what was um. Uh, what was that roller derby movie he was in? I, there's a roller derby movie that that did not star what's her what's her bucket. 
uh, Ellen Page? No, it was not? Ellen Page's okay. one. That was Whip It? Was, yeah, Whip It. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Yeah, that was, uh, he played her dad. He did play her dad, and he was fine in that. Yeah, it was I great. Agree. He was serious, and then, like, when he would be screaming for, like, cheering her on, then he was, you know. And let's being, not get, you know, over the fact that, like, he does do a good voiceover work as far does. as um, just in, in, in the documentaries and in, um, uh, what's that? God, what's that show? Now, see, now you you got me all goofed up on my uh, pop culture. Damn it. Uh, the Wonder Years. Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ. Why couldn't I think of the one? <laughs> it's because I'm 40. I'm 40, but I'm okay with being 40. Um, another scene that went on way too long is the stampede scene. I wanted to get your reaction with this because we wanted to talk about some information <laughs> yeah. that we found out, which we didn't know if it was true or I, not. I can't imagine it is. But so he's, they see like a white stallion, like, you know, like a yeah. white horse. And they're like, I, and Billy Crystal's like, uh, I want to ride next to a wild animal. Yeah, I had, it was in my dream or something. Why? Yeah. He doesn't move the plot along. No. The whole scene doesn't. They just lose the map. That's it. Yeah. During this whole thing, because all of a sudden he has other uh, horses come at him. Well, they they know they hold on to the map through this. No, they, they lose away, the map. But they, he ends up on that stone table. No, they lose the map during the stampede. It, it flies away. So let's just get to the... So he, he no. rides alongside this thing. Rides alongside of it, mm-hmm. and he loses the horse over the ridge, and he's like, well, where the hell is it? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he hears this rumbling, right. and he's like, oh, shit. And he turns around and rides back. Right. There's a stampede. Yes. Uh, and so it's all the wild horses coming behind him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can't drag me away. Oh, oh, they can. Okay, okay. Uh, so they, uh, they are... Uh, they escape through whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, Your recollection is nine. different this than mine. Mine numbing. is that 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 Curly has to, or Curly. See, I think he's, he's Curly. Duke has to jump on Daniel Stern's um, horse. Yeah. In the in the in the map, he drops the map, and the map gets destroyed. They can't find it. Oh, I was thinking where the guys stole it. That was earlier. No, that's, that's where later. the guys stole it. Yeah, he gives a shit about those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care. Stupid. Yeah. See, that's where you're getting confused. Again, but yeah. like it's but when you watch this movie, it's like all the scenes look the same. Yes, they do. Because, because the scenic is, just looks the same. This is a bowl of tapioca pudding. <laughs> oh, it is a bowl of tapioca pudding. And I wish it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and then I wanted to talk. Well, go ahead and talk about the fact oh, that you found. Yeah, so I was looking up. So he's yeah, like, but the, the the carriage, uh, not the carriage, but the the wagon that yes. John Lovitz has goes crazy and is about ready to go off a cliff. Yes, and uh, Mitch, his, his character, uh, goes and tries to save John Lovitz. But what did we find? <laughs> so <laughs> there was a. There's an IMDb fact that says, in the original draft, Billy Crystal's character, quote, accidentally drops his brother Glenn, played by John Lovitz, into a canyon before an oncoming stampede, killing him. Although it was scrapped after negative screen testing, the scene was eventually used in The Lion King. Yeah. That... Is not that true. Seems kind that of like that be fucking true. Well, here's the reason why it's not true because two weeks later, after this movie opened up, 
That's when the Lion King opened. Right. So there's no possible way that, that this could be a true Well, I fact. mean, but the script was in existence before. Well, like, yeah, it took forever to do the Lion yeah, King. Well, that's true. But still, I just don't buy that. No, it, it doesn't make any sense. But it was it was yeah. definitely jarring to read it. I was like, wait, what? And the only thing I could think was that, like, he had a dream about it. But even then. Right. Like a nightmare like he's had. In, in well, not even that, like where he's annoyed with his brother and he dreams of throwing right. him off, but he, you know, wouldn't actually do that. But it makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. Oh, makes no sense at all. None at all. I'm going to guess that's BS and somebody managed <laughs> to sneak that in. Actually, and I found only, so people quote this all the time. That fact? Yes. In like. Oh, because it's things you don't know amazing about city, if it's true. Things you don't know about City Slickers too. And that fact comes up all the time in blogs and everything. I, don't, I just don't buy that. I don't buy that because there's no look. There's nothing to like. Look, the guy's not a scumbag, right? He's not stealing anything. Like, there's nothing to motivate them to kill off the brother at that moment, right? Right. There's nothing. And so, why kill him off yes. to move your story along, which has not been moved along in the last twenty minutes since the stampede? Yeah, had been going on way too long. Bullshit. I, I cry foul on that. <laughs> There's the, nothing that says that that's true. The only other reference I saw to you it You know was what I mean? On, like, yeah. It's different. If he was a scumbag, he he stole the map, ran out on them to try to get the gold himself. Yes. Boom. Kill him off then. He's a fucker. Yeah, but he wouldn't... Then you still don't kill him No, off. I know you don't kill like him, this. but I'm like, there's a, there's a little bit motive, more motivation to kill him yeah. off than, than to have, like, what? To... To have Mitch learn a lesson about his brother, yeah. So you're just gonna kill him, yeah. At, at that point, you just go home because you have a funeral to now attend to, yeah. You know, to to get you know busy with. It just doesn't make sense at that moment. Plot wise, it just is no, no. So I cry foul on that. Yeah. the uh, The only thing I found was on Twitter, where somebody goes. Somebody actually got this into IMDb. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so someone did. Get so that. somebody else is calling BS on it, too. Yeah, so it's, just just BS. it's wonderful if it was because it's such a fun fact, but it just seems so stupid. So now let's talk about the whole MacGuffin of the, the whole thing. Yeah. The whole reason why we are here is to find Curly's Gold. I mean, it's in the freaking title. City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. And there they are in their little cave thing, wherever they're at. They're all looking for Curly's gold. And they're all splitting up like they're all, you know, Scrooge McDuck and three, uh, you know, of, of the DuckTales gang. Yes. But nothing really happens in this either, except uh, Billy Crystal falls you know, falls into one of those, um, you know, things that, that uh, short round and... Uh, you know, indie. Uh, yeah, the cart. The cart thing. thing. There's like a the mining cart. The mining and cart. And it's basically like a. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's a, he falls in the mining cart and they try to do like this Indiana right. Jones type thing because they even made references twice about. Um, you know, what if there's booby traps in here where like you fall and a right. boulder is chasing you? You're like, well, there's going to be now. This. Thanks. Yeah. And so basically, then they do a thing straight out of in right. Temple of Doom. But then he accidentally. So, like. We're searching through this the whole time we have the map. The map's so important. Then he falls out of the mining cart and magically finds the gold, by the way. Just happens to come up upon a treasure chest, right? Yeah. Opens it up and, and it's the most pristine gold bars you've ever seen. You yes. know, 
they look like Willy Wonka bars, you know, covered in in in, in the golden ticket stuff. Yeah. So um, and then this is where go ahead and explain this because this is just so frustrating to me. What what happens? Um, it turns into the game by David Fincher. Oh no, no, it's nothing so good as that. <laughs> um, no, so uh, he. We all of a sudden, like the two guys from earlier who jump them, one of them is wearing, I mean, they're both dressed up like they have bandanas over their faces and everything coming after the gold. They, uh, they go to, they're like, Hey, give us that gold and yelling at them. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're all like, they'll start trying to fight them off. Who is this? Yeah, and so we think it's those. The we think it's the same guys. people from yeah. earlier because one of them has the exact same hat too. Yeah, uh, or except just in the color green instead of red yeah. or whatever. But like, um, so he yeah. fires the he. One uh, of them well, looks they, like the guy from Deliverance. Wait, it is. Go ahead. Yeah, what well, they call him? Yeah, and they call him Pig Boy mm-hmm. for uh, yeah. whatever. But, um, so he he pulls the the gun on Billy Crystal. And John Lovitz is like, no, my brother, and, like, jumps in front of the gun and gets shot with, like, it looks like blood. And uh, Daniel Stern jumps the guy and starts beating the crap out of him. And uh, John Lovitz is saying his goodbye. Um, I will say, like, the only thing that, like, makes this kind of okay for me is Is that, that... That moment? Well, he... No, he says, it's like I can't even feel... It's funny... I don't even feel it. You know, like basically right. like a, you know, the normal, sh- you know, schlocky, I'm slowly right. dying things. Says his goodbyes. And then Duke picks up the gun and says, these are just blanks. They're blanks. Like, with, well, they're blanks, but that have with like paint? a paint. So it's not really a blank. So it's, it's a, a paintball. paintball sh- yeah, but that, that does works. not look like a paintball I don't know thing. how blanks with paint work. Yeah. Do they have those? I don't it's just paintballs <laughs> and so um, I mean the movie they use squibs so it's not really they use June squibs yep June squibs oh so they're shooting June squibs at each other <laughs> I just uh, know that visual it's just little June ah! squibs running around <laughs> just June squibs how like, ah! you to fuck with me <laughs> the, uh, how dare you <laughs> so uh, and he's like, these are blanks. And they're like, they're what? And of course, you know, John Lovitz comes back. And uh, then the guy who the ran the, the who ran the cattle runs the from cattle the first run. movie. Yeah. He, or the cattle drive, he comes out and he said, oh, you beat up my sons. They're like Joe from the cattle run, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. And he has two of the characters from the first movie. Right. Including David Pamer or Palmer or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, David Pamer. Yeah. Yeah. It's... um. David Paymer and Josh Mostel. Yeah. Zero Mostel's son. Oh, no wonder he looked like. Yeah. I was like, is that Zero Mostel? Okay. Yeah. That's zero, he looks just like his dad. Okay. Zero Mostel's son. Yep. Um, the. Uh, uh, they're like, yay, we're on this thing. It's instead of doing the, the cattle drive where there's all this risk and whatever else. Now they do phony treasure hunts for, for city slickers. What? And, uh, Turns out and they've that, set this up a year after. Yeah. Well, originally Curly was supposed to. Curly was working on it with the map. He had the map, and they made it. They made copies of the map. Um. And uh, he was trying to get 
Duke involved so that Duke could, you know, make some money off of it. And so they made the same offer to Duke. And of course, Duke is heartbroken. He realized the gold bars are actually just painted lead just for, you know, yeah. they're just there to for people to find and ha ha ha, and then they're done. Um, so everybody turns out they, there's no gold. They don't get anything. You know, it's just all been for show. Yeah. They've um, had June squibs shot at yeah. them. Um, so <laughs> so they, they go back to like the to Vegas. Eventually, yeah. Well, they this is where they they sit there for a minute and they're oh, just like, they're, they're, I know I should there. be more heartbroken or more. I should upset, be heartbroken, but, but I feel yeah, nothing. I feel you know I feel fine. I feel great. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we all feel great. Yeah. We learned no we lesson all didn't to be learned. Learn any lesson? We just feel good. We all lied to everyone, and uh, we might have risked Mitch's job, but I feel great. Yes. But then uh, th- then you see uh, Duke is there. and uh, In Vegas? No, so Duke is there, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and he just goes, nope, I'm still, the gold is still out here. Gold, it's gotta I got to get so the gold. I got to get the gold. So he's like, he still wants to go after it. It was great, Clint Eastwood. No, Clint Eastwood is very is a lot shorter than that. <laughs> did you love Jack Pounds' facial expressions as much as I didn't in this movie? Um, I think that in the first one he's trying to be more badass. Yes, and this I is actually very goofy. I you know what though? Like, if they would have done the characterization better, or been more of like, or if they were on the he's, sea, he's the sea fuck up. Whatever. I love when he did the thing about uh his boat. He lost his boat, and so like he had been working in a pirate restaurant as, like, the happy pirate. And he's like, ooh, how would you like your burger made? And being goofy with that. That part. That I was fine with. Yeah. That worked right. Because then I was like, then I was like, oh, you're but the like, screw up. talking about the introduction, like, when, like, first of all, like, a cloud of smoke because he's fighting those guys off, yeah. of, off of them. We don't know it's going to be Jack Palance. Like, yeah. Come on. So the cloud of smoke disappears. And they're like, Curly. Anyway. It, so, I felt like it was... Jack Palance trying to play Jack Palance. Like it was like a hyper impression <laughs> of yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that was what was. Let weird. me show you my one armed push up. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. And the winner is Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Believe it or not. I think I read that wrong. Should have been Miranda Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Like I could have actually. I'm, I was thinking about this because he did Ripley's Believe It or Not in the, for a while. He did. I can't in believe. The, I can't believe. In the early eighties, I, I totally it. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, with his daughter Holly Palance. Holly Palance, sure. Um, and she's probably about the same age as them. Like you could have left Curly out of this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And had her come back as his daughter, his daughter, his badass daughter, and then had it be a learning lesson for Daniel Stern, where he's got a you know somebody who. He can quit being such a yeah. loser with, or something. Can we like say that. the Stern character, uh, like his character, is the goot in this one? He got he got gooted. He, yeah, he's he got gooted. He got gooted. We're gonna yeah. use that from now on. Um, so the end of the movie is that that uh, Mitch is in Vegas and uh, and all of a sudden uh, Curly shows up, gets in his room somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then says, um, "You know, I learned something. You know that one thing that Curly was talking about." 
Uh, what, yeah. what was it? Like he, he says, uh, he said there's honesty one, or something. Yeah, he says the the one thing that was important to him was honesty. Well, like even that, he was like, there's two things: money and whatever the it, first it was, thing is. Whatever the first thing is, and gold, and gold, and, and more like, money. Oh my yeah. God, jeez, yeah. glum, glum gold. <laughs> he is the glum gold. Of this <laughs> he really he is. It's like <laughs> they're they're Scrooge and glum gold. Like yeah, really, they much. are. <laughs> um, and he says ha, ah, and he shows him. Uh, you know, I found I found it. Yeah, his, found the real gold. So his mother apparently had. There was the whole map that yeah. Curly got, but then the uh, the portion of the map that showed where it was reburied went to Duke. You're just finding this out now. But well, Duke knew about it. He was planning on stealing it oh, from them later. Steal it. Okay, gotcha. But he had to find where the other part of the treasure was before they before. Gotcha. He could figure out where his portion was. Yeah, that's what he. Yeah, that's what. He and said. he was going to run off without them. But uh, he, uh, I think he figured out like, hey, these people were working towards this. We need to do it together. I couldn't have done it without them. So he, he's cutting them in. Sure. But yeah. and then he he slaps a piece of uh, gold and he says, he's got friends. And then um, you know Billy Crystal. Butters it with his knife four hundred times. <laughs> He's scratching it to make sure it's not. Oh, it's wet. real. I guess. So, so yeah. can't believe it's not butter. No, it's it's gold. Don't worry. And then the credits roll and yes. induced. There you go. So uh, there you go. If you do want to, uh, I forgot to mention this. You can rent this on uh, stream uh, streaming services for two ninety nine. So there you go. Um, but let's do our five questions, shall we? Yes, we shall. Yeah. Um. What do you think the best part of this movie is? I'm going to tell you the best part of this movie is uh, Mark Shaman's music. The music in this in this is I love the music in City Slickers, and uh, that's my favorite part of this. Mark Shaman is uh, the guy that uh, he was the piano uh, guy for the singing duo of the uh, uh, Sweeney Sisters in Saturday Night Live. Oh, nice! He also wrote. Um, lyrics uh, for Hairspray the Broadway musical and uh, has done many things he did the Prop 8 stuff when Prop 8 happened he did the Prop 8 musical for that as well um, did the opening uh, musicals for um, MPH for uh, the Oscars and Tony Awards oh wow so um, yeah the guy's pretty credited and um, has has worked with Ben Midler and uh, you know uh, all the queens, if you know what I mean, um, and uh, and I just feel like it lends itself to this movie and actually heightens the movie in ways that uh, nothing else does. Yeah. Um, so my favorite part is the music, because I really do enjoy the music in, in this. Yeah. You know, what's your favorite part? Um, honestly, I like the stuff before they and I, you know, I'm okay with westerns. I like the stuff before. Before they went out to, yeah, like, I'm okay with the westerns too. This isn't the Western. stuff in the stuff in the city, like where it was like him and his job and all these other things. Like, I was okay with that. Me too. Like, um, and I almost would rather ha- have it been like a this is a life thing, and like without the city slicker piece or the western piece, or have now have Jack Palance in the city trying to do something, or have it kind of reversed. You right. know, it's a um. You know, Crocodile Dundee, you know, two, or now we're in the outback on his terms, or, you know, just kind of reverse the roles. I like that. I like that. Go ahead. Um, 
Would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Cancel. Cancel? I cancel this. Yeah, I can't see that it would I be. I cannot see that uh, you would move forward to this after this movie. You know, this movie actually does a disservice to the first movie. I think so, too. Uh, you know? Well, I and I might have watched City Slickers more recently than you. And when's the last time you watched that movie? When's the last time I watched this? I'm going to guess you've watched it sooner than me, I guess. Um, probably 10 years, over 10 years. Why? When When was it? Like Tuesday for you? Um, no, it, I mean, it's not, it's been a little while, but like, um, I watched it at one of our, a few years ago and I don't think it holds up. I don't think it holds up like Wait, you, you watched remember. it without me? It was like, I don't know. It was just on one day. I don't think it holds up like you remember it holding no, up. No, I'm going to assume it doesn't. Yeah. This movie doesn't hold up. I doubt that the first one does. Yeah. And so, um, I know you say, like, this is a disservice to that, but, like, that movie just doesn't hold up really. But the reason why well I say either. it's a disservice uh, to it, even though it does not hold up, the importance of Jack Pounds in that role. Yes. And the fact that he then, he should have got honored for that role. He's the best part of of both of these movies is the Jack Pounds performance in the first movie. Um, if we're going to say that correctly, he should have been, uh, given the Academy Award for Shane, but he wasn't. And instead, so many years later has, was given the Academy Award and that's a shame. Not Shane, shame. But, uh, um, I, that's the reason why I say it, it kind of shits upon the first movie through the Jack Pounds performance in the first movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that, like, I do enjoy Bruno Kirby, um, and I do enjoy the camaraderie that is those three characters. Yes, better than these three characters. I would agree. This, these ones don't match. So even though it might not hold up, I think it, it it's the glue's a little bit better in that one. That that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree, and I think that like we kind of get ripped off of some of the. We get ripped off a little bit with like the relationship building piece. Like it's not like a oh we do this is your brother and whatever. It he just knows it because they've been friends for so long. So they they put like Daniel Stern doesn't have to get to know his brother. Like well, there's also a piece like he says you know and he's your best friend and then he says like well you slept with his his girlfriend his sister uh, sister or something like that. Yeah, that's just out of the blue and like never mentioned again. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that's not part of the reason why uh, Daniel Strange's character hates, you know, John Lovitz's character. He doesn't hate John Lovitz. No, but I mean, yeah. there could have been some conflict there yeah. where we could have built that. Do you know yes. what I mean? But we didn't. Yeah. Go ahead. What's the, our next question? Uh, next question. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I would probably cancel this oh. one as well. well. I thought you would. Sorry. <laughs> so... Um, I just can't see it going to a City Slickers 3 and like I wouldn't reboot it with anybody or any it's just it's kind of past its prime as far as I think part of the the western piece is nostalgia on the part of like the baby boomers who this movie was kind of focused on before yeah now that's kind of come and gone I mean like you you know if you do you put you put uh, Mitch's character as like the Jack Pounds character which makes no fucking sense right to do that right I think now you have um yeah, I mean, you get, I think now most of those movies that are kind of 
aimed at that nostalgic group or a lot of like the we're old but we can still do mm-hmm. things kind of genre like you know where they're the cheerleaders or where also they're like going on their last Ghostbusters, Vegas like, or people talk about Ghostbusters right no yeah. one's talking about a revival of a series like I don't remember a yeah. lot of people talking about City Slickers you know recently in the last no. 10 years you know what I mean uh, there was one uh, so congrats let's do it one funnier guy show. thing with uh, where they yeah where uh, Billy Crystal, they reboot him. He's like one of the robots in uh, in Westworld. In Westworld, that makes sense. to that me. That was funny. Yeah, but other than that, it's like, well, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think this stands on its own? No, no, because the whole ending, the whole MacGuffin ending, you don't what you're like, what? Who are these people? No, it doesn't stand on its own. I completely agree. And nor should it for something kind of. I don't want to say simple, but uh, uh, more comedic in in its way yeah. i think it should re- you know rely a little bit on the first movie i mean the whole fact that jack Palance's character is dead curly yeah I mean, that whole thing is you know so there's if there's one movie that does not uh you know it's yeah. this it's this one they were gonna bring uh bring as, back a ghost? as a ghost no yeah and uh no. they, that tank that's arthur too you have said tanked and arthur too so they did no. not do that instead Mm. Which is fine. Um, the does this make you want to watch the first one? Oh no, no, not yeah. really, not really. Look, uh, over the years, I've kind of not become a fan. I've become less of a fan of Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. He has said some things I don't agree with, and um, it's not like I'm boycotting Billy Crystal. Like I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna boycott Billy Crystal. But think about it: when's the last Billy Crystal movie that? You've seen, or that? I mean, what's he do? He's not really doing much. I mean, he did do a sitcom with Josh Gad, the comedians, which I heard uh, was okay. Yeah, but that's probably about the last real big thing that he did, right? Monsters, <laughs> Monster right? But those University. are like those, but that's not him on screen. Do you know what I mean? Right. I'm just talking about that, and, and not a voiceover work. Yeah, yeah. You. Does it make me want to? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Well, also because I've I've seen that, but like, um, yeah, I just I don't think it's something that, especially seeing this. Like, if this was the only one I saw, would not make me want to watch nope. the first one because I would think like, I would be missing out on like the, the stuff at the time where I was like, okay, like a more fleshed out storyline and stuff. Um. This definitely wouldn't make me want to watch that one, but, um, you know, I would, maybe I would consider it. Like, it's not one of those that I'd be like, hell no. I would like watch it if it came on TV, maybe, but I wouldn't go out of my way to like hunt it down. Oh yeah. Like if, if, if I was watching TBS and, and you know, something was on and I'm washing dishes and the movie ended and six liquors came on yeah. or say Slickers too. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, it's playing in the background. Yeah. Yes. That, you yeah. know, cause I, I'm not getting up. I'm, uh, my hands are, you know, full. I'm doing something. Yeah. yeah. Go on I don't really change it, but yeah. I'll, oh, I'll change about halfway through when I get done with my chores, but no. All right. Well, our, our last question is the, uh, the, what two words that yeah. describe killer filler killer. Or Miss Diller, Filler, Killer. Whatever. That's too many words. <laughs> That's a lot of words. Uh, filler, 
killer, which uh, are my two words. It just uh, this movie. I told you this movie could have been twenty minutes long because there was so much of that I'm like, just get to the point to where they're at. You could have done a lot. You could have done like even more of a Goonies thing if you wanted to when you yeah. were at the fucking thing. I don't care. Yeah, just get to it. You have this whole stampede thing that makes no sense. You know, you have uh, you have the guys that are like stealing the map from you, but, which is pointless. Which is pointless. You know, I'm like all of it does not make sense. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just filler. It's it's uh, trying to get some money out of it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And like, look at the top. Like, look, people wanted uh, Die Hard on a bus over this. Okay, that's what they wanted. Yeah. So basically, you your two words. Shitty slickers. Shitty slickers. It's sh- shitty slickers too. Just the dukes. Yeah. <laughs> no, just shitty slickers. Just shitty slickers. Yeah. yeah. No, it it. I hate to draw. I'm like, look, I did say the music is the best part of this movie, and for the most part, it is. Like, there's really like I don't think this is as bad as we're as we're really saying, but it's it's not great, right? No, no. Like, this was nominated for a bunch of Razzies. I'm thinking there was a lot of worse movies out there that came out during that year. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Shitty Slickers. Yeah. I just, I think that you took the, it's like they took a movie and they were like, well, here was a movie with heart, but comedy as well. And they were like, ooh, the heart stuff is the harder to do. What if we just take that out and leave it with the comedy piece, you know, and then that's what we have left over. It's like they took out the, Oh, this was a comedy. Cause I think they took out the comedy as well. <laughs> no, they went like yeah. base on their comedy. Like it, they really took out the stuff that I think people really liked about the first one and just left in. Here's what I think. Happened. Here's what I think. I think it happened. They gave him a script. They were like, yeah, sure. What if we make it Curly's Gold? And they're look, they're going to find Curly's Gold because you mentioned that. Oh, perfect. They write a script. They maybe tinker it a little bit. And then that's it. They don't yeah. rewrite it ever again. Probably. And then they're like, here you go. And people are like, oh, that's perfect. You know, they'll eat it up. Well, they didn't. Yeah. Not, not, not that much. And I just feel like this could have been you like this could have been uh, benefited for a couple of rewrites. Yeah, and when I mean a couple, I mean seventeen <laughs> rewrites. Well, when did when did Mister Saturday Night come out? Uh, had to be between that, like what ninety three or uh, you know? Like it came out ninety two. Yeah, and City Slickers two was in ninety four. Right. So that bombed in ninety two, and so. They probably were like, right after that, Billy Crystal probably like, come on, let's go. And they probably started working on the script right away and then filming it. Like, yeah. It, I don't think they started on the script until they were like, he wants to do this. You know, he probably was like, let's do a City Slickers too. Right. And then they, and then they had it. to like rush to do it. Yes. That's and why I'm like, like, just good the whole thing feels like it's a rush. It feels like, it feels like they're like, uh, there's pages missing in the script mm-hmm. and they're like, stampede, 20 minutes. Yes. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, no, should we put some other things in there? No. 
Um, but if you do want to watch this movie, which you know, if 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 you're a um, if you're a Daniel Stern completist like me, then watch this movie. Yes. <laughs> if you're a Billy Crystal fan, look, Billy Crystal delivers some lines that are chuckled. Yes. Especially at the beginning, I chuckled I, yeah. through it. Um, I would say watch this movie. Other than that, if you really want a good sequel, don't watch this movie. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take, uh, I don't know what we're going to do, so we're going to have surprises uh, next time. So we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll find out what that is uh, later. But uh, in the meantime, remember, folks, that the sequel is king.